Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to talk strictly about horror films. So sit back, mix a drink, close the blinds, turn off the lights, and get ready for a spooky time. Listener beware, we'll be spoiling the shit out of all of these movies. Here we go again. Holy shit, it's been a hot minute since we've done our horror podcast. <laughs> but we are back with two off-franchise movies. And before we get into each of those, what are we intaking? Oh, McMaster's and Diet Pepsi. That's how we roll. You guys know I'm not a Diet Pepsi person, right? Yep. <laughs> so, I don't drink Coke. Uh, or Diet Coke, but I bought a Pepsi Max, Pepsi Zero, yeah. the black label. That is delicious. Really? So, yeah, I've been converted. Pepsi Max is it's just, not what it's I just want. Zero sugar? Is that all it is? What? It's, Why I is it Max? I don't uh, Who the fuck knows? It's, <laughs> I think it's Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, zero sugar. Pepsi Black, it's a low-calorie, sugar-free call. Da, 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 da. I don't know what makes it max, but it's delicious. Well, we may have to try that then. I'm sure we have at one I point. I mean, but we have. I don't remember. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, Aldi brand boxed Winking Owl Cabernet. Because I'm fancy. And how was it? Uh, it's, you know... The same as usual. Sometimes you get a bad box and you get a little bum, so you just drink fast. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. So, again, we're off franchise. I guess we'll start with the newest of the two, which is The Black Phone. I like this. It came out in 2021. It's an IMDb of 7, Metascore of 65. Rotten Tomatoes of 82% tomato meter, 88% audience. It had a budget of 16 million. Domestically, it made $89,887,230. Worldwide, $159,568,230. It was directed by Scott Derrickson. Written by Scott Derrickson, C. Robert Cargill, based on the short story by Joe Hill. Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't either until I looked it up. I, I'm, you know who Joe Hill is, right? Well, I Googled him while you were talking, and I had no idea he did Lock and Key or Nosferatu or But or I mean, this. you know who he is. I mean, that's Stephen King's son. Oh, it is? Yeah, Joe Hill is Stephen King's son, yeah. Oh, okay. So he had the uh, upper hand the entire time. Yeah, I mean, he not did. To, not to downplay his own abilities, but. Right. I, Horns was also his with Daniel Radcliffe. There were I never others. saw that. I'd like to watch it. It's a good flick. I really like Lock and Key. Oh, the Netflix show. I forgot about that one. That was also him, wasn't it? Yeah. I haven't watched Nosferatu, but it looked good, too. I... I was looking up uh, his. This isn't a collection of short stories called "20th Century Ghost." So I was looking that up to see how okay. much that was because I could. Maybe I'll start. My my wife might be getting a new job where she works nights, so then I'm gonna have like three nights to myself, 
when the kid goes to bed, I'm going to need something to do besides, you know, 80 other projects and movies. Okay. Oh, wait. I have enough to do. Maybe I'll read a book. Who knows? But yeah, before we Anyways. get into this movie in particular, I'm I'm a huge fan of Scott Derrickson. That's the director, yeah? Yeah. He, the the writer? He was writer-director. He did Sinister. Uh, no, that's right. He likes working at the park. Yeah. And I think he directed one of my favorite PG-13 horror movies in The Exorcism of Emily Rose. This is based on a, po- a real scenario, isn't it? It's based on a short story. Short story, I'd say. Yeah. By Joe Hill, the son of Stephen King. Okay. I can't believe I didn't know that. I'm yeah. annoyed with myself for not knowing that that was his son. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'm sure Joe Hill isn't his actual name. Is probably a pen name, but that's what he publishes under. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'll just be honest. When I saw this movie, this one's going to definitely. Okay. I'm going to have to say it the best way. This movie's way better than the last one. Well, I'm just going to. I am sticking to this one, but I'm just going to say this one has a lot of different. Like, why the fuck is the phone ringing when it's not connected? Yes, we know it's the dad. We know it's this and that and whatever, but they don't explain why it is. And a lot of the people that he knows that are missing are actually friends or people that he knew. And it's like, oh, we're in the baseball, whatever. We were on this. We're I protected you. Like, and you see the dead bodies as he's talking to them. Now, did he see the dead bodies? I don't think so. He just did his own thing. Um, but no, this movie. To myself was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Yeah, I I, I like this movie. And it takes place in the late seventies in Denver or Colorado somewhere, I believe. And it's I mean before getting the story, the the kid actors the brother and sister I thought were pretty good, especially the younger sister. Yeah. And she's like, hey, Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> like, or when she's talking to the cops, like, you dumb fucking bullshit motherfucker, whatever the fuck yeah. she said. There's a lot oh, of brutal she was, moments. She like, was fucking funny as the, hell. Also, them, her dad beating her out. Beating the fuck out of her. Because yeah. she saw the future. Well, no, she saw. She, didn't want she to be had like dreams. Her mom. Yeah, she didn't want to be like her mom, or her mom who died, or whoever her mom the killed fuck. herself. Exactly. Why she would you? Because she... why would so... you? they didn't really explain that? They just said like your mom was touched too, and ended up killing herself. But yeah, she. I but mean... I think you can easily infer everything about that. Like yeah, you understand oh, yeah. immediately why she did it, and yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on with this movie. And 
the Dow House. Like, what does that have to entail with a lot of things? That's just how she's hiding her. I know that's how she hides it, but is there more meaning? I don't think so. Because it's Blumhouse again. Like Blumhouse, was a Blumhouse, film, Blumhouse yeah. does a lot of weird things that you know what I'm saying. I do. I don't like. Does the Dahos have a meaning or doesn't it? I don't think so. I think that's just where she was hiding so. her prayer shit. The picture so of Jesus. Dad doesn't the beat the shit out of yeah. her. Yeah, that's the that's the deep meaning is her dad does not want to hide or. She wants to hide stuff from her dad so he doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah, I mean, but I don't think there's any relevance to it being in the dollhouse. It could have been in a shoebox and it would have been the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't don't think there's anything extra to it, but... I so I didn't. I got I got a word. All this is very right. <laughs> I this movie had a lot of hype. Yeah, it did. Uh, it certainly did. Uh, so you didn't uh, like. So it. I. No, no, no. I just it didn't live up to the hype for me. Okay. It was good. It was well filmed. It was well acted. Ethan Hawke's character was good. The star, I mean, it wasn't. There was nothing wrong with this movie. I just was it phenomenal. No. Was it scary? Not particularly. Was it clever? For sure. So, I mean, I, I liked it. I, I didn't, you know, like hearing you guys talk about it. And it's, I mean, like I said, I watched, I told you guys before the, we started recording that I watched this right away after our last uh, recording. And right. it was it's one of those things like you look back and like, what's it? Did I really not like it as much as I think I did? And I not, didn't like it. Did I like it as. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? I, yeah, did yeah, I not yeah. like it as much as I wanted to? Like, because looking back on it, I have nothing bad to say. Like the story did. had it yeah. had a good flow. There wasn't well, like there the, weren't walls. You got bored in. They did a good job because they broke that up with the with the sister. I mean, they the, did a good the job. There's brother, nothing to complain the about. Brother that's doing cocaine who's working for the cops, and then end up being the brother of the people that is actually doing that. I did like that idea where they own both houses across the street. Like, yeah. I like I mean, that. There really isn't anything to complain about with this movie. No, definitely not. But I don't, I don't think it is a true horror film. Like I don't, I don't even want to call it a thriller or a mystery, but it just doesn't feel like a horror film. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a couple jump scares in there and Ethan Hawke is creepy as fuck. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, I don't know, it just doesn't read to me as a horror film, like, through and through. Right. So I, But I, again, I guess we, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't really know how to categorize this movie. I guess horror, I think it, calling it a horror is kind of just pigeonholing it as one, but. Right. But that's kind of like calling uh, Silence of the Lambs a horror film. I don't think that, it's a that's horror film. That's true and it's so you're right. It's pigeonholing it. And I think it gives you it when you, I mean, anytime you pigeonhole anything, 
it gets stuck with all these little, well, it needs to be this way or yeah, this way. Yeah, you're expecting it to be this and it isn't that. So, right. Yeah. So, was it a good, and, and, and is it a thriller? It's, I mean, it's a, it's a mystery and a thriller. The only reason it's a horror film is because, well, I guess because there's an abduction, but you don't call abduction movies horror films. Yeah. I, For the most part, you call them thrillers. Yeah. So, you got ghosts because in it, it had, I guess. It had ghosts. So, oh, okay. Now it's a horror film. Yeah, I mean, I I guess there's no really other way to categorize it in that sense. But, I mean, I I don't know what I didn't love about it. Um, But it was good. I mean, how he gets in at the end. Yeah. You know, and then, and then the twist at the end with the two houses. Like, I mean, it was... And the idea that, like, each ghost that calls him on the phone gives him a different aspect in how he's going to get out I thought that was pretty fucking clever where okay and the fact that Ethan Hawke is kind of baiting him to do something he called him a bad boy or whatever the fuck to give him a reason to kill him yeah I thought that was kind of interesting the mask was I thought pretty phenomenal the way that it broke off into thirds and there were different pieces that go with it. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, and I really liked how the phone calls definitely gave him different hints. Like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. Like, oh, I, this is the um, code to throughout the door. It's my bicycle lock. Like, this is, like, different things that the phone did and then the phone ended with him hearing the people he killed yeah and, that, that was pretty bad and then actually. him strangling them like that is pretty badass in my book is like what the fuck are we doing here yeah and i i don't know if he was the only one who could hear the phone or if say like his his badass buddy that was beating the shit out of everybody at the beginning if he was getting phone calls as well, or was he kind of touched like his sister was in just a different kind of way? Yeah. Interesting idea. I, yeah, I I guess I kind of thought that I kind of thought that if you were in the room, if you were a victim, you could hear it, and if you were the guy with the mask, you could hear it. Right. That's what I thought initially but then thinking about him like well then why didn't the guy that the kid that got taken previously his buddy do anything with all that other shit too or did he just repatch everything like the wall going into the freezer or the floor and putting the uh, grate back up on the window <clears throat> so that kind of makes me think that he was the only one that could hear the phone ring and talk to the previous victims. Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, I, you're saying you don't think that Ethan Hawke's character could? No, I'm saying like his Mexican buddy that got taken prior. Oh, yeah. I don't think he got the phone calls from the kids that got taken before him. Okay. I think only, what's his name? Finney? Vinny? Yeah. 
I think he was the only one that could hear the phone ring and answer it and talk to the previous victims. Got it. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I mean, there's no way to know, right? How do right, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're just speculating. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the one time he actually got out and got chased down, and like, if you say a fucking word, I will slit, I'll cut you like a fucking pig or whatever the hell he said. <laughs> God damn, he's I fucking love Ethan Hawke. He, I think he's really underrated. Myself, yes, he's very underrated. Like Ethan Hawke is a star. Like he knows what's up. <clears throat> And I didn't even realize I was Ethan Hawke until you said something. Like, now I can see it. Like, when I saw when you said that, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you only see his face, like his full face when he's abducting him the first time. And then every other time, he's kind of got half of a mask on, at least. Yeah. Outside when he gets killed, I guess. And he's... with him leaving the door open and falling asleep and trying to catch him outside the thing. I didn't even recognize like the whole him digging to get to the meat piece freezer. Like I missed that. Yeah, he was digging to get. I mean, every ghost that he talked to had an idea of escape that he kind of used. Combined all of those to get out himself. Yeah. So I yeah I thought that was pretty clever. And again, the sister was a fucking badass. Yeah. She did good. Yeah, the kids were... I really liked the kids acting in also. So. Dad was a douchebag. I, I mean... Presumably at the end, he's like fucking pleading with them to forgive him. Hopefully it'll be better. Who the fuck knows? And you've seen both Sinister movies, right? I I know I, I know I saw the first one. Uh, I feel like I saw this. I would have seen the second one. I just don't remember it at all. I can't. I'm trying to. I believe the brother that got the axe to the head. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he was. He was the cop from Sinister Two. Yeah. Which. Hmm. I don't know if Derrickson did that one as well or not. No, he didn't direct it. He wrote it. And the other guy that wrote the screenplay is kind of Derrickson's go-to guy. They've worked together, it seems like, from the beginning. C. Cargill, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. his name is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's just a lot with this film, like, with people trying to I don't know what's the best word but like this movie like with the daughter being having dreams and she sees the house but it wasn't the house it was the bo- the house across the street where the bodies are buried and then she sees her brother walk out after he killed the motherfucker like, granted, he could have just walked away because that guy's not going to walk away after breaking his leg and everything. He could have just said, yeah, he's down in the basement, and they made him deal with it. But no, he wanted to make him suffer. Well, his buddy told him, like, 
gotta kill this motherfucker for us kind mm-hmm. of thing. And that was kind of cool too, like the very ending. He, I mean, he's getting bullied as shit at school and all that, but walks in after killing the grabber and he's a fucking stud. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's that that. Yeah, the last scene was was that, pretty that, on point. That was cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, we we have this discussion quite a bit when we're talking about horror movies, whether we needed more information or less, or and I was fine with what we got. We didn't need to know why the grabber was how he was. We didn't need to know how the sister got her second sight or being touched or anything like that. I was happy with what we got. Exactly. Yeah, I, well, and I'm surprised to hear, not you say that, but you to say exactly, just because it's, I, I know that that's one of your sticking points, is you really want to know why things are. Sometimes, know, and sometimes I think they give away too much. But Yeah, I, not you. No, no, I don't oh, think you have that yeah. sticking yeah. point. But yeah, because you do. I mean, I I, I want to know. But then, if I did know, would that would that ruin it? It could. There, there's people just have a power. Yeah. Right. I mean, ghosts are just ghosts. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think they didn't need to give an explanation, and I'm not mad they didn't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much more to say about this film because it's not much to say, but. um, I'll just say, I mean, it wasn't like we talked about. It wasn't a true horror movie, but there were a couple jump scares that got me. Which ones? There was one where the camera quick panned to the, I think it was the newspaper boy, and he's just standing over his shoulder talking to him out of nowhere. That got me. And the other one was when the kid was inverted, kind of floating in the air, pointing at the bottle. That one and got it me shattered too. and flew at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That got me as well. But yeah, I... I yeah. It's been too long. I don't remember the guy talking over his shoulder. But yeah, there were a couple jump scares for sure. Yeah, all right. You want to rate it? I can rate this. I would do a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? For a horror movie, 6.5 or 7. I'd say somewhere in there. I was going to go like a 7.5, I think. It's just a well-made, solid film. Yeah. yeah, I would do a 7. A, yeah, solid film. No reason for to tell someone not to watch it. Not the best film I've ever seen. Nope. But. Again, solid. I, I'll probably yep. watch it again. Yeah, you know, it's weird when, like, I think about, I'm a movie guy, obviously. So I, I think about what I'm going to watch with my kids. Like, what am I going <laughs> to share with them? Yeah. You know, like, I'm like, I, I, I was thinking about, it, like, oh, I got to watch. Like, right now, you know, she's a baby, toddler. So we do Disney movies. And then I, you know, I'll try to put on. Disney movies like Monsters Inc. Right. And it's like, there's not music in this, and there's not a Moana. So, <laughs> yeah. so I don't care. Yeah. So, you know, we're not there yet. 
But like I was sharing with my nephew a few weeks ago, we watched a couple episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And he was oh loving God. it. Yeah, get goosebumps, yeah. dude. Get him in the fucking the goosebumps. All right. Goosebumps are the oh, he was like, we did it before bed, and then we uh, we watched a little bit around lunchtime. And I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, absolutely. I'm taking a little potty break real quick. All right, I'll get into the numbers for the next movie. <clears throat> all right. So the second movie of the evening is also a Blumhouse film. Sweetheart. This came out in 2019. It has an IMDb of 5.8. A meta score of 71. Rotten Tomatoes score of 93% tomato meter. 50% audience. Oh, I could not good. find a budget. This was, I think, a straight to Netflix movie. So I don't think was? it was. I believe so. I couldn't find any. It's not even listed on Box Office Mojo. Weird. Maybe I must have said that. I just forgot or didn't realize. No, I don't think. I mean, I couldn't find any monetary numbers on it at all. Huh. But it was directed by J.D. Dillard. Written by J.D. Dillard, Alex Heiner, and Alex Thurer. Back this movie. So <laughs> I I love this movie. I, <laughs> I think and this I movie sucks so many goddamn balls that I can't even explain. I, I'm no, I, I loved I'm it. There. Mm. I don't know that I loved it, but I really liked it. Okay, well, right, then well, you talk about us, it because obviously I got a lot of negatives to say about this. So, I mean. Th- Plane crashes, girl walks. Uh, plane well, crashes already. Do, we don't even know that a plane crashed. They, they've no explanation. Or was it a boat? To... I don't right, think they right. said. No... I don't remember. Well, I actually no. It says their boat sinks in a storm. Okay. So, so their boat sinks. They get separated. It's so all we know about is this girl washing up. The guy she washed up with is dead. Uh and she's you know find some trinkets on this island and then weird shit starts to happen and it's a creature feature and there aren't a lot of good creature features and maybe maybe that sets the bar low for this for me um it was definitely an original creature and it had an original origin well we don't know what the origin was but it's a hole in the bottom of the ocean yeah and and it's you know, girl versus monster versus wild, trying to survive with nothing and and trying to survive the monster. And you know, she does all the things you think she should do. She puts it up in the trees because you know that's the only other place she can go. It found her and knew where she was when she was in the trunk, right? And yeah. so she goes up in the trees and knows she's there. It's like fuck, I can't win, which means I have to attack or else I'm gonna die. So she like sets up camp and she's ready to go and she burns that fucking island to the ground. I mean, I and then the and then the issue where her uh, presumably looks like her really shitty boyfriend, yeah, uh, ex boyfriend, now and uh, dead boyfriend and and the girl he was with who must have been their friend and who it is implied strongly that they ate her 
her boyfriend. Or, at, at the very least, killed. Yeah. At the very least, killed. But I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought everything about I was waiting for a sequel, but like, there's not like be one. But I, I enjoyed the entire thing. See, I, I was on board until the boyfriend and the other girl showed up. I, I like the first half where it's like a castaway horror movie. I dug that. But then they bring in the other characters and somehow she's this untrustworthy person that they don't explain and nobody believes anything she says. And then she tries to steal the raft and gets tied up. And I, I liked the first half and well, actually the probably the first two thirds until they show up. So you didn't. So, okay. So I, I, I took that and I didn't remember this till now. I remember when I was watching it that I thought, okay, they're making her look crazy and they're trying to make the viewer think that everything they just saw for the last 45 minutes to an hour was fake and it was all in her head. Okay. No, I, I didn't. That didn't register to me. I, so that's I, that's how I thought about that. Okay, like, okay, that, that, that's that's that the point sense. of the writing, and then, and then yeah, I mean it, to your point though, it is like an added thing no one knew about. Like, oh, okay, she, apparently she's got some mental issues. Well, so, let's talk about the blood in the boat after she got into it. Like, where the fuck did that come from? The raft. It came from the other girl's boyfriend. Which Who I they killed and probably ate. We read or we watched a kind of recap video on the movie where the dude that washed up on shore that was like half of his body. That was the guy that they killed. That is what they proposed. They he ate the lower half. Or yeah, I mean you could make that argument for sure but that's where all the blood come from was the guy that washed up days after she had been there and oh. he was fucked well I mean if you read the, I mean he has a different name in the boat there was Lucas and Mia Lucas and, and Mia were the ones that made it yes and in the boat with them was where's the name go just lost it Lucas and Mia. Brad was the one who washed up with her. That took the piece of coral out and he had died, bled out. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I... But, like, the thing is, is all this movie did was literally just tell you how life is shit. Huh? That's how I'm saying. You're by yourself. You're on an island. There's nothing going on but some monster coming after you. And it's nonsense. <clears throat> Does that make sense? Not particularly. It should, but it doesn't. Um, But no, like this, everything is just in this movie is like, oh, there's a boat. Oh, there's not a boat. Oh, there's a monster. 
Oh, there's a monster. Oh, I'm going to burn down half this fucking goddamn island. Oh, the other half of the island didn't burn up. Oh, well, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Well, I mean, to kind of try and build off of that, with creature features, sometimes less is more. I would have been fine not seeing the, I mean. The whole? Yeah, the whole creature. Say, not even the whole, just the full embodiment of the monster. Like, you, you get glimpses of it and flashes of it until that last battle. Yeah. I, I would have been fine not seeing the, the entirety of it. I mean, say what you will about Bird Box, but you never actually see the monster. And I think that's rather effective. It lets your imagination build it. Oh, for sure. So and you're I, kind of annoyed. Like it's your your imagination is almost annoyed that you can't see it, but you're you're not mad. Right. But then when you see it, it's like, oh <laughs> fuck, that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's not what I that's not what I imagined. Which yeah. is why they actually they actually had a monster created. Have you guys seen that video? I I, I saw they actually a bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had a face of the monster in, in Bird Box, and they were like, we're not going to use it. Yeah. And I think, and if, I mean, I saw the face. I think it was far more effective without that face being whatever. The, because it was humanoid. I didn't want it to be, you know, that's the problem with so many things, like alien movies, horror films. Maybe I've talked about it before. They always make them humanoid. Yeah. I and mean, a former it's... biologist, bilateral symmetry doesn't have to form everywhere. Exactly. And bilateral symmetry with two eyes, a nose, and a mouth is not going to be the way shit forms everywhere. I mean, I don't know that personally, but I, you know, I mean, does it maybe it makes sense to have everything up by your brain, but nothing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't see that being something that evolution suddenly just made happen on every planet all over that has life. So, like, yeah. I, I, but then again, if he's not an alien, he's just a creature from Earth, right? Like, creature from a black lagoon kind of bullshit, right? Which, I, I mean, the black hole in the ocean. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's fine, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like, none of this movie makes sense to me. And I'm just going to put it out there, like, uh, racist if you want. But you got some black bitch in the fucking middle of the goddamn island who's saying this is a monster and she doesn't have anything to back it up. And then her pussy ass white boy cracker boyfriend fucking shows up and is like, oh, yeah, we're on a boat. We're good to go. And then, hey, we need to leave. Yeah, we're not leaving because this shit's insane. And I don't know. There's just a lot with this movie that I'm just like, yeah, none of this adds up. Nothing adds up to this movie. It's literally one girl's word, and then people back don't back it up, and then there we are. Everybody's dying. I think that's part of the horror. You're not being believed. It's like it's like a psycho. It's There's like, a little a, a bit psychology of psychology. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I understand that, but why the fuck? That just wasn't uh, delved into enough. Like, yeah. Okay, we don't believe you, but why don't we believe you? And apparently, there's some history of her not being believable. Maybe you toss in a flashback to show why she's apparently known to be lying all the time. 
I don't think a I don't think this movie needed flat. I mean, I, I, I don't agree with everything. Not you that you are saying. It's weird that I can point at you guys. You guys like sit in front of me and in front of me, and I'm like, all right, you're this wine glass, you're this computer screen. But um, and you kind of come in different ears. So this is kind of fun. But um, I mean, I think things add up. I mean, here's the thing: whenever you watch a movie, right, it's uh. Do ex machina, right? Every the gods of the machine. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's just how things work. So when you just can't be too annoyed when it does that. Yeah. Because I, they I get they do sure. it. And I don't I don't think this movie was that bad with, with their use of it. Because if they had wanted to be really bad, the boat just could have washed up on shore. Right? But then adding the new people, although well then you kinda of have to give a little more story. And then if you had that little extra, you know. So maybe they maybe they overloaded it. I don't. The way I, I mean, it, look at I, I mean I didn't hate the movie like you did, but it just I, felt like a waste of my time. The first, like I said before, the first half of it felt like a cast castaway, but it's a horror film. But then adding, I would have much rather seen a full movie of her trying to battle this monster by herself all alone isolated from everybody and then they bring in those two ass clowns and like oh okay i see what you're doing yeah i i see that i i mean i like that they validated the existence of the monster oh my god i can't even use the word validated i like that they that's the right word i <laughs> I like that they validated the existence of the monster, right? Like I said, it just, it could have been in her head. Like if, if they had had the two ass clowns show up after she killed the monster, why yeah, did I you mean, hit the island? I, I would have rather not seen those two. I think in, if I were to make this movie, there would be two characters. It'd be her and the monster and nobody else ever shows up. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I don't think they need to be there. I do like the addition of the uh, of the mystery. I'm sorry, not of the mystery of the of the psychology mystery that I thought I read into when okay. I did it. But I I can see the movie would have been fine without it. I would have been just as pleased, like you said, with it just being girl versus monster. See, I didn't even read into that. Like maybe she, and maybe an idea of how long she'd been on the island. Might have been good, like day four, day 10, day 15, exactly. give you, you some kind of idea up. of how long she'd been there. And then yeah, maybe bring the guys put, like, in, a... bring the other people in to let her know maybe she is actually going crazy because she's been alone for this long. Yeah. I, Maybe maybe that was literally the reason those people were in there is to is to is to validate the existence of the monster, so we don't think it's in her head. That that could be. Yeah, I I mean I'd buy that for sure. Because I I, and I, I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> and and maybe we wouldn't even be thinking about having that conversation about validating the monster if they if they didn't even in, in, insinuate that as being something what would be the point of questioning it? Right. right. Yeah. You would just think, uh, yeah, you're yep. right. So, so I, I'll give you that. I don't, 
while I don't mind what those people, what the two people added to it, uh, the other guy's name was Zach, by the way. He washed ashore, mutilated, and bisected. Okay. So that was but, assumably uh, the guy that they killed on the raft. Uh, presumably. Yeah. Yes. He does not have a name. Because there was no actor who played him. He was just a dummy. <laughs> and I, I mean, just nitpicking, but I didn't like the title of the movie either. Yeah, the, no, that was it a, did not make uh, sense. I mean, he called her sweetheart one time when she's trying to steal the raft, and right. that's well, the title so of it, your movie, right? And I, I, not to try and go here, but you know, was it was that also a ploy at the? I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm. I mean, you you could read into the implication that maybe he was having an affair with the Mia or whatever the fuck. That... He was having an affair. Men are shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, and calling her the... sweetheart. Like, I just... Hey, here's what they're doing. They were using the blood as lube. You know what? Oh. Actually, I'm going to be serious. I'm going to be serious for a second. I... I'm only, this is off the cuff, so I, I know nothing to back us up. I'm just talking about. Is it sort of like a he said, she said, and the real monster is actually the boyfriend who's cheated on her and calls her sweetheart, which is, you know, condescending man. Um... And it's not just man versus, versus nature versus monster versus man. You know what I mean? Do you think they were like, I mean, Pulling that from the movie, pulling that title from the movie really to me means that they meant more from now that you're pointing it out. They really latched on to that particular half hour where there were two other characters. Yeah. And I they must have more meaning. And I know people like I hated English class for one. I didn't hate English class. One of the things I hated in English class was when you're reading a book and you're reading into the meaning. I'm a writer. I've written books. The stories, and it's like, well, I don't always have a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I just did it. I just, you know, I just picked a crow. I didn't wasn't because it was a black bird. I could have picked a purple bird. I really don't give a shit. Thought, you know what the bird was. Right. And so, but it, uh, clearly, they picked it, the name for this movie from that section of the that part of the film. So. Absolutely, and it's used one time. And I mean, you can. I mean, you can't really argue. It's used in a pretty condescending way, right? So, I mean, that's. I don't think that's a huge leap to make. But again, that doesn't really add much. If they're having an affair, it doesn't add anything, one way or the other. But if they, if they're other if they than have him more... fucking condescending is girlfriend well making men look bad He's and that cheater. too what, I he mean, calls her sweetheart like yeah 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 and if and if that's part of the goal of the writer and i'm not saying it is but i mean you you, you pointed out that it's called sweetheart i hadn't even thought about how stupid the fucking title was <laughs> right i mean i had at the time but it said flat my brain and Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess you could read either way into that. I would 
Like I said, I would have rather seen this as a castaway horror film. Her versus the monster. I just yeah, have I'm with to you. say, I... this movie itself is... I didn't hate the main actress. I thought she was fine. Kiersey Clemens is her name. I don't... I mean, she had a small part in Justice League. That's all I really know her from. She did? She was... Uh, in the extended w- version, she was. Uh, oh yeah, I never saw it. It's a four-hour fucking nightmare. But yeah. oh, it was in the the Zack Snyder the Zack cut? Snyder cut. Yeah, she was uh, Flash's soon-to-be girlfriend. Which I mean, holy shit, what's gonna happen on that fucking clown? We'll get in that some other time. But that guy's fucked up. But, yeah, I mean, otherwise, should we rate this film or do we have more to say about this? Because we. I mean, I think we know how you feel about it. Oh, I know how I feel about this. Yeah. (laughs) I give it a 5 out of 10. See, I, I. See, I feel like in Blumhouse, though, it's either top or not. And it's not the worst, but it's not the best. So I always feel like that. See, I think a five is relatively respectable. I, I gave Black... I, Black Phone was a far superior movie for me. I gave that a seven and a half, I think. So I'd give this a six. Yeah. So I think five is where I want to sit at with this. This could have been, I, I like I said, it's a PG thirteen a negative, and then it also <laughs> there were no titties. How dare they? There were no boobs. <laughs> yeah. So oh. that's kind of my thoughts. Okay, so that's your vote. And how the fuck? Do they find a suitcase with the same fucking swimsuit that fits you? Sway, same everything. Like, there's a lot Maybe of. Maybe that was her swimsuit. Yeah, fuck off. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> like, I really don't. We didn't talk about. Uh, I mean, before you rate, there was the whole cooler and shit that was on the island before. Like with the yeah, the whole Coca-Cola's family that got and, killed yeah, first. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So I mean, I and the idea that she wrote a message in the waterlogged diary that somebody was supposed to find after she killed a monster, like, I oh, all right. Well, but it, did she write it? Okay, I mean, I don't remember. Right, I watched this much later than you guys, or much released, not as recent. Right. She writes it in before the main battle. No, that was after yeah. the battle. Like after she had killed the monster, she wrote, please believe me. This island is home to a monster, but she killed the monster or something like that. Yeah. And then the whole fucking island is on fire. I, I, I know you guys just watched it. And I'm I'm reading the description just to make sure. But it what I mean it what what it says here is that she wrote in the journal 
and then she lured the monster into the woods. Mm-hmm. So maybe she wrote it before, but then there was a voiceover at the end of the film. That could be. That could be too. There was a voiceover. I mean, as the credits I ran, the, or right before I the watched, credits ran, the, her whatever no, she wrote was said. I watched all that because they they pan out from the island for like five minutes. When it's on fucking fire, yeah. But I thought that's how the movie went to credits was reading what she had written. I don't think so, but I'm not. I could be wrong. Again, I I watched this a wrong. month ago, I was, so I I was pretty drunk last night, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, so you gave you gave it a five. I gave it a six. Yeah, what do you you gave it like an eight? Probably you fuck. No, no. If I gave if I gave Black Phone a seven. I give this a six point five. I did like this better. Well, I did like it better, but I think there are cinematic effects and yada fucking blah. Yeah, well, as as far as creature features go, this is a I really like to the creature feature. So that's fair. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, like I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but I would have rather not seen the full creature. Yeah. Give me flashes and glimpses, but I don't need to see a fucking Mortal Kombat style fight between the two of them. Yeah, I can see that too. But yeah. So. All right. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, fuck. Are we still not done with that shit? Nope. I thought we were. I thought we were, but then, uh, yeah. I, I think there's three more left. There's Jason X, Freddy versus Jason. Oh, well, these are all decent. And then the reboot. Yeah, decent. And that'll wipe out the Friday the 13th series. I say we just do a trio for the next podcast, do all of them. Get them all the fuck out of the so way. So we can move on. And I, then, I, I, I'm going to be up front. I actually really enjoy Freddy vs. Jason. It was I a lot of fun. I, remember, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't seen it in, what, uh, 20 years. I haven't yeah, seen it in 20 years. It's been about that for me, too, but that movie's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do remember enjoying it. And I do remember, do you remember Jason X? Oh, fuck, that's Jason I X. I never space. saw Jason X. That's the one in space. Yeah. That was, I'm sure I saw it in theaters. I'm going to assume uh, that's on Leprechaun. In space level, uh, no, because they, they, I think, I, I feel like Leprechaun knows they're, you yeah, know, they're, not I mean, serious. They know what they're doing, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. true. Well, I won't, I won't say they know what they're doing because their movies fucking suck. Oh, but at least did. they know that they're not a scary movie. Yes. Uh, yes, we'll definitely do all three of these. Uh, Just rock it out. And then we were talking because. I mean, I, I enjoy doing the franchise movies, one off, one or the other. You proposed the purge for the next franchise. I did, did I? I? I'm sure that I did because I remember wanting to watch some. So I, I love did. the purge. I've only seen the first one, so I'd be okay with I, that. But I, I just watched it. Uh, anyway, keep going. Uh, like we did. Uh, 
Friday the Thirteenth with Wrong Turn, like one of each. I would propose the Paranormal Activity to go with the Purge. Oh, I love Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I've only too. seen but the aren't first there, like, two, and I have not seen the newest one. Like there was like a reboot one. There was. We have, I, I think the first six we have on Voodoo. Okay. I think the, I think the pur- other one was like made for Netflix. Not made for Netflix. I think you're right, but I think the purges are all on. Each they're on some streaming. They're streaming somewhere, so we'd be able to do both of those together. Oh shit! There are okay, so there are five purge movies. And I think there's and a six. Sixth, a sixth upcoming, but it's not yet done, and it's by the original guy. No shit, they've been the same same director, the same screenwriter for all but. Problem. Oh shit! Well, there's the Purge show too, wasn't there? Wasn't there a show? There is the Purge show for two seasons, or two, yeah, at least two years. Um, all right. Um, I think I have to sneak away for a minute, but I want to keep talking. All right. Well, let's quick end this podcast, and then we'll just wait for you to come back, and we'll just bullshit. So perfect. Next time, Friday the third, or yeah. Friday the 13th, finish that shit off. Yeah, Friday the 13th, and then we'll go with the Perfect. purge and everything. Oh. That's good. He helps me out, shit. you guys. Oh, you guys know I do. Oh, I've been so bummed I have, we haven't been able to do it. It has been a minute. For I, feel sure. like it's, I feel like it's been almost two months. I mean, it, it might be. It's, but it's, it's been damn close. It's been a while. And we never got to go to the fucking drive-in. Yes, uh, There's always next year. Wow. That's what we said last year. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? <laughs> we'll get there in 2027. Don't worry about it. Oh, perfect. I'll be. We'll both. We'll meet a walker. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it's always been fun. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Oh, I just saw your line. Oh shit. <laughs> Peace, motherfucker. I never say that either. Okay. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Uh, Bye, man. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze Booze and and bullshit. bullshit.